Transforming care through genomic medicine, personalized therapeutics, health services and outcomes research, and innovations in healthcare delivery. We're Children's Mercy Kansas City, presenting our audio interview series, Transformational Pediatrics, with host Dr. Michael Smith. Our topic today is screening for early detection and treatment of scoliosis. My guest is Richard Schwen. He is the director of the Orthopedic Research Program at Children's Mercy Kansas City. Dr. Schwen, welcome to the show. Uh, yes, hi, Dr. Mike. So let's talk first about exactly how we're defining adolescent idiopathic scoliosis. Uh, yes, so I think the, the name adolescent idiopathic scoliosis uh, pretty much describes it. It's a condition in, in, um, in adolescence. Uh, it comes with when kids uh, start to reach their growth spurt. Idiopathic means they really don't know the, the cause of it, although there's a, a lot of exciting research about uh, some genetics uh, associated with it. And scoliosis just means a, a, a deformity of the spine where there's uh, a sideward bend and also a, a twist to the spine as well. And so who is mostly affected by AIS and, and where, you know, some of that, and where is some of the research looking mostly into as a cause? Is it, is it, the, is it a genetic um, component to this that we're looking at more or is there something else that you think um, uh, is, is causing this? Oh, okay. So uh, about 3% of uh, children under 16 um, has um, adolescent idiopathic uh, scoliosis. So it, it is, um, you know, somewhat frequent in, in, in families, there is a genetic tendency. And what I mean by that is it's not there's like one specific gene, but they're finding out that uh, there's a lot, uh, many, many genes that can be affected. And, and for instance, uh, one gene might affect the, uh, one gene might send signals for muscle development and another gene might send signals for um, nerve or, 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 or connective tissue development. So all these different genes uh, can be uh, uh, affected and in influencing how the, uh, the, the uh, child's spine develops and grows. And so it's, it's, a, you know, it's a very uh, complex system how the, uh, the body develops. And, and so that's, I think, where most of the, the exciting research is happening. And so when we look at, um, so we have that, that side of research going on, looking at the actual cause, the genetics, um, but what about today and, and what are we doing for uh, adolescents today with AIS? I mean, what, what, what research has been presented recently, say, for early detection and management? Okay. So um, for, uh, I'll get with the management first. Uh, Children's Mercy was involved in this uh, this National Institutes of Health funded uh, study. It was a multi-center study. There was um, over 25 studies in North uh, sites in North America uh, called the BRACED study. And the BRACED means uh, uh, bracing for adolescent idiopathic scoliosis trial. And what that study did was it, it uh, took some children and, and uh, with scoliosis and um, uh, with, of course, with consent from the family and the child, put them uh, them in a brace for the treatment of their scoliosis, and then some children were were not treated to see if there was a difference in uh, the actual use of the, the brace in, in 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 stopping the scoliosis. And because the number of centers were involved, we, we were able to come up with a, a, a couple hundred uh, children that participated. And they were able to show that, that bracing uh, is a very effective if you wear the brace. So, so but was so was the brace applied maybe um, in, in an earlier time setting than 
than previous bracing? Is that really what we're finding out, that once you see that, applying the brace, if, it's, if, if the patient's compliant with wearing it, that that's the positive result? Yes, so what they found was um, um, the earlier you apply a brace, like, for instance, the, the smaller a curvature is, um, the, the brace tended to be more effective. And also, if you, wore the, you had to wear the brace a certain minimum number of hours, and so uh, this is a you know, plastic uh, brace that fits under the arms so over around the, the, the trunk, if you, you needed to wear the brace at least about 12 hours a day, and probably 15 to 18 hours was, uh, was the ideal amount to wear the brace. And these braces, you have uh, the children would, would typically wear these at least a year, uh, more likely about two uh, to three years. So, so in this situation, so we we recognize now that the earlier the the brace is used, and 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 of course you have to have the compliance, the better the result, as we just stated. That means, though, we need to be detecting the a. Is earlier, right? If we're going to be able to really, you know, um, use this kind of data, so are, what are we doing in terms then of recognizing AIS in in children earlier? Oh, so that's a very good question. So, um, the, I, I think a, a lot of it is awareness on the family's part. Um, if if a, a, one of their um, adolescent uh, uh, children is has a, a, a deformity or their spine doesn't just quite look right, I think the most important thing is to um, have the primary care doctor um, evaluate the child because they, they're trained to um, then you know, examine the child more specifically. And, um, and also during uh, like school physicals and sports physicals, when the child comes in during the, the uh, adolescent years, the, the um, primary care doctor or the pediatrician uh, can actually look at the back, have the child bend forward, and if they see any kind of um, difference on one side or the other when they bend forward, um, then they, they can get an x-ray of the spine. And if the x-ray shows scoliosis, then they can uh, refer the, the child to an uh, orthopedic surgeon that, that uh, has an interest in scoliosis treatment. And then that's, that's a very effective way to uh, get the treatment started early. Which we now know is extremely important based on the, the research from, or the research results from the BRAS study, right? That, that, that yeah. early detection is key. Yeah, so the BRAS study showed that treatment, there is an effective treatment. You just have to start it at a time that, that is early enough in, in, the, in the scoliosis that the BRAS can make a difference. And, um, and that's why uh, the early detection, both with the families, but also with the, the, the medical home is so important, with the, you know, where the, you know, the pediatrician or the family doctor's uh, office. Uh, we're really encouraging uh, that the, the, uh, the physician uh, use uh, screening of the spine as part of their right. uh, overall health assessment. So, Dr. Schwen, I'm going to read you a statement uh, that I got from Children's Mercy. It says, in a rare event, the four leading orthopedic societies have aligned on a combined statement on early detection for scoliosis. Can you tell us about why these orthopedic societies came together and what this statement actually says? Oh, yes. So um, uh, the, the reason they came together is the, uh, there is a task force called the United States uh, Preventive Services Task Force. And in 2004, based on the literature at, at the time of 2004, they felt that scoliosis screening was um, not effective and actually could be harmful because you're taking, if you're screening a lot of children and then you're getting a lot of x-rays and then you're um, putting them in treatment that at the time wasn't shown to, wasn't known to be effective, 
they felt that that could you know be a lot of um, of extra uh, X-rays and over treatment of children that may not benefit. And so the BRACE study um, was a very well done uh, trial uh, funded by the National Institutes of Health. And that showed conclusively that, that um, early bracing is effective, which also depended on early detection. So these four societies felt that, and these are the leading societies in that deal with uh, orthopedics in children, they felt that the, the evidence was fresh enough now and convincing enough now that the, um, the 2004 statement from the, the uh, United States uh, Preventive Services Task Force uh, should be uh, re-looked at. And so that's why the, the four societies came up together and, uh, uh, and made a statement about early detection, recommending early detection and early treatment. Yeah, so those societies, the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons, Scoliosis Research Society, Pediatric Orthopedic Society of North America, and, of course, the American Academy of Pediatrics are the four Groups that came together uh, to make that statement. What what why, what's though? Give me the take home of all this, and how do, how does the the statement that they're developing? How is that going to affect, say, you know, the everyday family physician or pediatrician? Yes. So basically, the statement has five five points. Um, the first point is that uh, there's been, been convincing new evidence since the uh, 2004 uh, uh, task force statement. And so they, they, they're, they're, they're just trying to draw attention to, to everybody that there's new convincing evidence. Um, based on that, um, they're recommending that, uh, that screening examinations of the spine be part of um, preventive care visits uh, in physicians' offices. And so they're recommending for girls at age 10 and at age 12 and boys once uh, at age 13 or 14, just to have their, their just have their spine looked at as part of their routine uh, health uh, maintenance uh, examinations. Um, they wanted also to make sure that people are well trained in the method, and so the the, the, treat, the method of choice for screening is to have the child bend forward. And there's a tool called a scoliometer that is actually uh, a, a little device that can actually tell you how many degrees of, of uh, elevation that one side of the chest has compared to the other. And um, the recommendation is that if that's seven degrees or greater, those children uh, should be uh, referred to an orthopedic surgeon for further evaluation. They're also, that, so the, that was the third point. And then the fourth point was that and nowadays, we're really, really careful about using um, as low as reasonably achievable radiation. So um, the radiographs should be done in a way that minimizes the amount of radiation exposure to the child. Uh, and, and, of course, the Pediatric Radiology Society is very, very uh, involved in, in developing recommendations for that. And then the fifth part of, the, of our statement is that uh, we, we felt that bracing is an effective uh, intervention and should be uh, considered uh, for children that have early scoliosis. Right. So just to kind of summarize everything up, Dr. Schwen, early detection, early bracing, obviously, you know, we want to encourage compliance there, and we're, we could see many, many positive outcomes as a result, correct? Correct. Yeah. So th- I think the yeah. really take-home message is, is early detection because there's effective early treatment now. It's non-operative. And the, the real right. ultimate goal of the BRACE is to um, pre- prevent the progression of scoliosis 
to the point of needing surgery. So ultimately, we would like to, uh, even though we're surgeons, uh, we'd like to uh, decrease the, um, the, the, the chance of a child uh, having to have surgery. Right. Dr. Schwen, I want to thank you for all the work that you're doing at Children's Mercy, and I want to thank you for coming on the show. You're listening to Transformational Pediatrics with Children's Mercy Kansas City. For more information, you can go to childrensmercy.org. That's childrensmercy.org. I'm Dr. Michael Smith. Thanks for listening.